Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Casey Show, I'm Rob. Casey's here. And Casey, did you know farming's kind of a big deal in Indiana? I've heard something about that, Rob, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> full disclosure, I know very little about uh, about farming. Uh, do you know anything about farming? I know a little bit about farming because Grandma and Grandpa Hartsharn owned a big farm in Ohio when I was young. I didn't actually work on the farm. I played on the farm yeah, a lot. Yeah, that doesn't constitute knowing about farming. <laughs> like, if, you, if I were to drop you onto a farm, a <laughs> random-ass farm right now, <laughs> would you know what to do? No, I well, I would know how to play and have fun with my cousins and run around and enjoy the fresh air and the wide open space. Well, so I know I like to eat and I know the overwhelming amount of food that I consume originates in some shape, form or fashion from a local farm. But I am the last person to be considered a farming expert. But luckily, Casey, mm-hmm. as you know, on this show, our, one of our favorite sayings is we've got a guy. We got a guy. And when it comes to farming, we do have a guy. His name is Farmer Ryan Schleeman, owner of a fabulous family farm up in Wolcott, Indiana. Also, uh, owner of FreedomFoodsIndiana.com, which sponsors the State House Happening Show, which we do every Sunday here on WIBC. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing fine, Rob. How are you? And pleasure to meet you, Casey. Yeah, thanks for coming in. All right, so tell us about where we're at with farming right now, because food seems really expensive. Mm. And we were talking about before we went on the air... A lot of this is because of the family farmers having to uh, pass the cost of food on to, or the stuff that it takes to make, you know, grow food, et cetera, onto the consumer. Tell us about it. Well, I do the, I, I guess I have a lifetime dream of playing on the farm every single day. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, the reason why our food is getting more expensive is our cost of production on a lot of things have almost doubled. Uh, just like, just like everyone's experiencing with inflation, we're just handling so much more cash. I don't know if we're in some sort of financial crisis right now, but I kind of think maybe the American farmer might be heading toward one similar to what we experienced in the 80s after coming out of the Carter administration. Uh, I see a lot of similarities between, you know, looking that history up and what we're seeing with the Biden administration today. Does make me nervous there. You said production costs. Are you talking about the feed and things like that? Feed, fertilizer, diesel fuel, tires, Mm. oil. But why? Do they tell you why? Like, you have to buy all this stuff, Ryan. Do Uh they tell you why it's more expensive? Like, fertilizer. What reason is there for fertilizer to be so much more expensive than, say, two years ago? Well, here in the wonderful country that I love so much, we don't (laughs) produce anything here. So we get it from, like, say, Ukraine. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, we get fertilizer from Ukraine? We get fertilizer from Ukraine. A lot of our feed ingredients for uh, poultry and swine, even beef cattle, come from China. Mm. What? Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I thought China was bad. China, well, China is bad, and we have experienced problems because we get it from them. Should I be concerned that we buy stuff that we put into our bodies from China? Like, no, it's one thing. Well, if, if Casey wants to have her TikTok, that's fine, because that doesn't <laughs> harm me. But I, should we be alarmed that we are consuming massive amounts of stuff that goes into our bodies that's from China? No, and you're really not. It's going into the animal first, Rob, so that's cleaning it up. But what you can be concerned about is, so like uh, I think it was six years ago, we came down with this disease in the swine industry, which was called PED. And it was very deadly to baby pigs where we lost, a lot of farmers were losing maybe like 30 to 40% of their baby pigs right after birth. Those pigs never made it to market. Mm. That bacon was never there. So 
you, they, we could have a food shortage just in something like that. You're not worried about the feed that's going into the chickens? No. Well, and our chickens are uh, cage-free. Mm-hmm. They are. I've always heard that. What does that mean to be a well, cage-free chicken? Okay, to be honest with the public, everybody, it just means the chicken can roam around wherever it wants to, and it goes into its box and it lays its eggs. It's, it's. I, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's a little over the top sometimes. Have you had any problems with your chickens laying eggs? Well, we had avian, so we had to depop, and now we're repopping, depopulate. Mm-hmm. repopulate because mm-hmm. of the avian flu. But. And is that like a, just a wasted investment? Like the chicken just goes and you get nothing for it? Oh, yeah. And you don't want that. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. No. That's a wasted investment. So why are eggs? Is the feed, is the stuff, is that why eggs are $93? Because look, Casey yeah. buys eggs by the truckload <laughs> because she's very wealthy. But we're trying to figure out why the eggs are so expensive. Yeah. The eggs are expensive because of the feed cost. Uh, well, supply and demand because mm-hmm. of the avian flu. That really hit Indiana hard, and we are a large egg producer. Um, and transportation costs, I mean, all of us buy gas. Right. And, and we buy a lot of diesel fuel, a lot of diesel fuel. And that's even more expensive than what we put in our cars. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, okay, side side question about the eggs, because this is a de- debate conversation that we've had on the air, and we don't know because we're not the experts. So you're here, so answer. Uh, jumbo egg, large egg, brown egg, blue egg. <laughs> What's the deal? Is there a difference? Yeah, there's a difference. All those things exist. Uh, like those colored eggs, like those blue and green or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't. We don't grow them because the production of the hen is so low. Maybe you get like a 20% production out of her. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. So it's just kind of like a, I don't know, ornamental thing. Like uh, people think it's pretty, so they have two or three of these chickens. But it doesn't have a silkier taste no, or anything. No, there's nothing just different th- about because it. Because the shell is a different color and it looks pretty? It's it. Yeah, exactly. It's just mm. the breed of the hen. Okay, what about brown? Okay, brown, Um, they might tend to have a little bit of darker yolk, yeah. which I don't know <laughs> if there's any. Now, you may have to ask a scientist. I'm not one of those. Okay. But I don't think there's anything in that darker yolk that is more healthy for you. But in my mind, though, mm-hmm. Casey, yeah, I like the brown eggs. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Schleeman is our guest, by the way, a family farmer up in Wolcott, Indiana, owner of FreedomFoodsIndiana.com. Casey, go ahead. I've got one more egg question because you're <laughs> sure, here. Sure, go ahead. I mean, seriously, inquiring minds. A farming expert, and it's just egg, 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 well, egg. Well, it is in the news, so let's <laughs> get to it. It's big in the news. Okay, so there's jumbo eggs, and there's large eggs, and there's probably medium and small eggs. Is it like a a big fat hen that's laying the jumbo eggs? No. Or do you train them? Chi- Lay a bigger egg! Chickens are, they're temperamental uh-huh. because uh, weather, feed, okay. all kinds of things go into this size of the egg. The same hen can lay a small egg, medium, whatever, and she might she might lay jumbos, which you want because you can get more for them mm-hmm. for, I don't know, four weeks, and then all of a sudden she'll just stop laying for two. So it's moody chickens. Yeah, it's moody so, chickens. So uh, um, a happy chicken lays the jumbo egg? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. There you go. Uh, I feel like I, I've gotten so much out of this conversation. Uh, so any in the any time in the foreseeable future, Ryan, that we're going to see food get back to an affordable level. I mean, is this even in the cards, or are, you, or are we just stuck with this for a while? No, I think we're stuck with this for a very long time. Very long time? Yes, a very long time. Because all Be- of the animals that you have now, they're small, and you have to raise them up to adults before they can go to market? Yeah, because the older ones are going to do exactly what we do. We call it call them. Mm-hmm. So that means they're gone. They go, go to a slaughter plant or whatever, mm-hmm. 
And so they're going away. Mm-hmm. So to get your to get everything built back up to where it should be, it's going to take a long time. So this is a supply and demand issue, right? I mean, this is a Pete Buttigieg thing. The uh, you <laughs> yeah. know the, the, this is a supply chain issue thing. Why the price of everything has gone up so high? Yeah, supply chain, uh, inflation, su- supply chain, really, and and transportation. Transportation's horrible. Uh, Ryan Schleeman, our guest, uh, family farmer in Wolcott. Uh, you can find him over at freedomfoodsindiana.com. Uh, okay, so let's talk about labor because you were mm-hmm. telling me that you are having and other farmers are having major issues as it relates to labor in this country. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Okay, so our, our farm is a little bit different than a lot of other farms where we're so diversified. So we need a lot of help. And sometimes we do go to Mexico for that help. Now, I have found... When you uh, say you go to Mexico, yeah. what's that mean? Well... You don't physically go no, to Mexico. No, we don't physically do go to Mexico, but we recruit people out of Mexico. Yeah. You're talking and, Mexico, Indiana? Yeah, right. I've been past there. Yeah. Me- yeah. No, right no. On, right on 31. I don't want anybody out of there. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, you, you look for legal yep. labor yeah. out of from other countries. Is that because you can't find people here to do the work? We, we cannot find people here to do the work. Even like back when I was in high school a long time ago, mm-hmm. we used to, you know, us boys would like give us a part-time job we'll do whatever you want that's not the case anymore. and you hustle the corn and yeah tear whatever up your hands yep. as they yep. detassel the corn and bale hay work. wash combines yeah. yeah and people just they're not no. willing to do it now so no. what's so what's it i mean we have a government that lets people flood illegally across the border without any check and balance whatsoever but they're making it hard for legal workers yes. to come and stay in the country yep so we have two they're brothers actually uh one came uh i think it was five or six years ago a terrific person, wonderful background, educated in economics in Mexico, came here uh, on a tourist visa, found us, hung out with us for a summer, absolutely loved what we do, mm-hmm. wanted to stay. He went back to Mexico. We applied for a visa to get him here. No problem. He was able to come for a period of time. He had to go back for three months. We already knew that was going to happen. When he got back to Mexico, we reapplied with a different type of a visa that he could work for us making more using his degree uh, to help me manage. And that went through. Now it's time to reapply. They don't want to do it. Hmm. And they give a reason. I mean, is there, does the government communicate with you and say no, because yeah, well, uh, yeah, no, because let's see, how does Rob do this? We have, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, it's a real art to be able to scream away from the microphone, yeah. Ryan, uh, because we have too many open jobs. So they're saying that they want Americans to try to fill these jobs, but the argument is, well, Americans aren't filling the jobs. So then the argument back to you is, yeah, but we want Americans to fill the jobs. Yeah, exactly. Well, Isn't that's... that stupid? <laughs> Did I do that right? I, I, perfect. You, yeah, you very well. It. Very well. Yeah, you you might strain something, so be very careful when you do that. Casey, that's the most American government thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like we let all these people flood illegally across the border. We don't check them. We don't have any idea who they are, where they're going. Then you have people who want to legally work here. They understand it's a temporary thing. They understand the process of that, and then we make it impossible for them to do that. Well, and somebody who even has a sponsor, yeah, and a position waiting, yeah, and a caliber of person. He mm-hmm. is. He is the. T- he is the man that we want to have come to the United States. Him and his brother, they're, I trust them with my children. Mm-hmm. I can go out and hire 20 illegal people by the end of the week and without problem. I can get 20 of them. By but the you end don't the want to do that. You're being no. punished for trying to do things the right way. I don't want to do it because I don't know them. I don't know their background. I don't know, you know, what they're, I don't know what's in their head. I know it's inside 
uh, Eduardo's head. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's just terrible. Hey, before we let you go, we got to say thank you for uh, all the uh, Freedom Food Indiana FreedomFoodsIndiana.com food that you uh, uh, brought us. Ryan brings bags of food. Now it looks when fantastic. he comes in, and uh, it is like, what did you bring? Tell everybody what you brought. Oh, good grief! I just walked in. Okay, so that's all prepared by the Homestead, which you can order and get down here in Indianapolis through Market Wagon. Uh, the homestead is a is another family owned business that they use ingredients from from farmers and uh, well and they get them other places too because it's a big deal, but uh, they do all that baking in house. There's all kinds of casseroles I brought you guys some mm-hmm. homemade soups and it's all real good and it's pulled pork in there. Pulled, yeah, smoked Casey, pork. There, wait, there's soup in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna oh, yeah. F- we're gonna fight it out when we get off the air. On I this know. Food. Ryan and the thing I love before I let you go, Ryan brought me an imitation uh, a, a little tractor mm-hmm. for my office because you know I collect trinkets back mm-hmm. on my desk from all of our listeners over the years. Hoarding. Ryan brought me, you can call whatever you want, Casey. I call it loving our listeners. Ryan brought me a tractor, which is a model of the one you have, correct? Yep. And you said that thing drives itself now? Oh, yeah. All of our main tractors do. Was it like GPS? GPS, yep. Fantastic. It it helps us be more efficient. Mm -hmm. Because you were saying your nine-year-old son can do it. Oh, yeah. He has done it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. What's a tractor run now? Like, is it more expensive than my uh, little Nissan without power windows or uh, locks? So what, uh, what's a There's a lot of things like? more expensive than that, Rob. <laughs> 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 now, that particular tractor, you could be all close to $700,000 wow. before you get all the options or after you get all the options put on. Oh, yeah. I need- Where do you go to repair them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to no, the same place we got Track, Tractors so, are us? Yeah, no, we do a lot of our own repairs. Farmers are very skilled in almost everything, mm-hmm. masters of none. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, and then more technical stuff, we do rely on our dealers to help us with that. Yeah, yeah How that. big's your farm? A uh, little over 4,000 acres. Is that big or is that small? Oh, I would say that's like... about average. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to. We could be like, uh, you know, like our own Yellowstone, Casey. We could go get uh, build ha- cabins out on... Uh, Ryan's a farm. Let's do it. You have to watch out for the windmills. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. (laughs) Farmer Ryan Schleeman, family farmer, our residential farming expert. Find him over at freedomfoodsindiana.com. Thank you for everything, man. You are the best. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Casey. And that's going to do it for us today. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. Good job. And thank you for listening. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We'll see you back here tomorrow.